Hello everybody, welcome to This Game Where with me, Ashley, and... Me, Chris. <laughs> you sounded like a, a ringmaster or something then. Yeah, I was, I'm trying to mix it up. Have you not noticed over the last right. few episodes? I've been trying to alter my vocals. Tambra. So they're a little bit more interesting to listen to. Mm, okay. I only ever do it for that first three, three seconds, so people <laughs> probably start it and go, oh, this sounds good, and then <laughs> ten minutes in. They're asleep. They've been hooked in and then... Because of my monotone. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Shit. Oh. Not really. Not really. That was a joke. You should be happy because it's our our big birthday bash. Yes, it is. 35 episodes young. Sort of. It depends how you work it. Yeah, this will be 36, won't it? So I'm just trying to do maths in my head. No, this is the 35th episode. So this is the first... 35th episode, 35th mainline episode. Yeah, you're, you're However, correct. we did two Christmas specials, which makes it actually our 37th episode, but we keep that quiet and under our hat. So, wait, wait, check 35 out. episodes. So, 35 is important, actually. So, uh, yeah, it's got to be 35. Got to be 35. 35 episodes, that's what we're on. You're smirking. I think you think you know what we're going to do. I think I definitely know what you we're going to do. I just rumbled it, haven't I? I did. Damn. So, I should probably get stuck in. Today's game is this game where you play a modern take on a classic. I've chosen it because it is a staple of both your and my like top tens. If we were ever going to do it, then this this particular series of games would definitely be up there. Mm-hmm. And I think probably even maybe take the top spot for one or both of us, depending on how we feel that day. So yeah, modern take on a proper, proper classic came out today. Any ideas? I think it's Mario 35. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. So this is the first This is the first Super Mario game we've played. No, it's not. This is no, the not. first Switch game we've played. Right. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. What have we played? Uh, I did Hat in Time. Oh, DC Super Villains. I did DC Super Villains. Uh, Voez. Hat in Time. Etherborn. What the Golf. <laughs> so what we'll do. What we'll do is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend I never said that. <laughs> Happy birthday um, to us. Th- this is the 19th uh, Switch game that we've played. <laughs> yeah, that's better. But, more, than, more than half the episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what sort of timing is this, though? It's our 35th episode, mm-hmm. if you don't include our Christmas ones, which I don't. In no, the no. So it's our 35th episode. It's 35 years of Mario, and it's our birthday. Well, I mean, the, the stars have aligned, haven't they? Exactly. The stars have aligned. Yeah. You should be very proud of yourself for that choice because that is a very good choice for all of those reasons and because Thank I think it's much. going to be a damn fine game. Right. Have you played it yet? No, I haven't. Okay. So I had a little go earlier today. Right. How is it? In the morning. Well, we'll get into that. All right. Once you've had a go. But um, I came second. I'll tell you that much. Nice. In my second run. So yeah, the Mario skills are paying off. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to come anywhere near that. Do you not think so? No. Okay. I'm going to so, go 36th. Out of 35. Yeah. You know the premise then. Um, is it that you play through the entire game or just the first level against 34 other people? So that's a good question. I will outline it as best as I can. Okay. So you are playing Mario, Super Mario Brothers, the first NES installment of, of the Mario franchise. And you play through levels, actual levels from the game, alongside 34 other people. So at the same time as 34 other people. And is it the full and game or cherry picks levels? Um, again, that's a good question, um, but I'll get into why that is a good question momentarily. Okay. So um, as you play through, you're playing at the same time as other people. They're, they're in their own game, you're in your own game. But as every time you defeat an enemy in your game, you can send it to <gasps> another person's game. Nice. So you might, if you hit a Goomba, that, then, that Goomba then flies off and appears in somebody else's game alongside the already existent enemies that that are in the game brilliant i keep saying game 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 get it all out my system so so yeah if you if you work it properly then you can send lots and lots of enemies to somebody and it overwhelms them to such an extent that they can't deal with it and that's that's what kills them off right and you get a knockout the the aim of the game is to be the last man standing so out of 35 people you need to be the last person left that hasn't died which sounds fairly straightforward could you hack it by just standing still at the very start of the game by the castle? Another good question. You're full of good questions today. I know. I don't know the answer to that. 
However, if you run out of time, you die. So ah, okay. that's that's one thing. Part of the mechanics that they've added to this is that every time you kill an enemy or every time you get a an item or every time you get a coin, you get time added on. So you can, by standing still, yes, you might, if you do it with strategy, with, like strategically, if you do it at the right time, maybe that would help you be the last person standing. However, if you do it from the beginning, you're going to run out of time and die because you need to keep grabbing things to keep your time up and make sure that you don't run out. So they've incentivized that. They've, they've sort of foreseen that as a as a bug or or hack or whatever you want to phrase it and they've they've thought of a way around that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm I as I say I've had a little go, but I am quite looking forward to seeing you play it. Um do you know where the concept sort of came from? Well you were quite into Tetris ninety nine last year. So yeah, it's we still very are actually. similar to that from what I understand. Yeah so Absolutely. So Tetris 99 is the same thing, but with 99 people total. And you play Tetris, send send your Tetris blocks. Every time you clear lines, you can send people that are playing lines and you try and build it up and build it up so that they can't deal with it. So it's the same thing, but um, condensed down a little bit and applied to Mario. Both of them are really clever ideas because they're games that are so ingrained to everyone. I mean, I think I could probably do the first level of the first Mario game almost through muscle memory. But then to turn it on his head like that is really clever. Yeah. So this is one of the reasons that I thought it was a really good thing for us to maybe talk about. Because what this is doing is cashing in on nostalgia. Mm, 100%. And sort of diving in. Something that I actually think that Mar- uh, that Nintendo do very, very well. It's diving into their back catalogue yeah. to serve up something familiar but new. And Tetris 99 was a, a, an extremely good example of them doing that. Because they took thing two things, that two disparate ideas... Tetris and the Battle Royale system and splashed them, splashed them, smashed them together. And everywhere it was announced, I remember my own thoughts when I saw it announced. Um, and I think they were they were mirrored across uh, the spectrum of, of game fans. WTF. Or whatever you want to call people. Yeah, like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. But equally, very quickly followed by, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. So, and, and it turned out to be, I don't know... How much you played of Tetris ninety nine? Well, I, I think I forced you. No, I've, I've not played it at all. Oh, the only reason I've got online on my Switch is because I'm scabbing off your Nintendo account. Yeah. So I've only downloaded a few bits because I, I didn't want to sort of rinse it too much. I think that was very fair. I have them. Um, Why? I don't know. What what difference does it make? Well, that's a really weird. Scene. <laughs> well, I the Netflix account that I use is scabbed off someone else. The Now TV account I use is scabbed off someone else. The Nintendo account I use is scabbed off you. I just feel a bit, you know, Wait, I've got to draw the line somewhere. And uh, I've you got can, to, it, I've was got already, to it was already paid for. Well, it, That was already paid for. So it, there was no point in us taking money off you for it. <clears> but if you wanted to keep hold of it, um, then you can start paying for it in March or whenever it comes up. All right. And it'd be like a fiver. All right. Well, we'll do some sort of dealings then. then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You should download Tetris 99 because it's, it is very, very good. And it is a perfect example of them repackaging something old, something familiar in a, in a very, very polished package, in a very well-considered package and making it 10 times as fun as even it was when it originally came out, say, mm. on the Game Boy for the Tetris uh, game. And we do love it. We, we've played it a lot. Hannah in particular has played it a lot. Have you ever gotten the top 10? Hannah frequently gets in the top 10. She nice. frequently gets in the top three. Neither of us have won one. Right. So, yeah, we're yet to grab... You, you dodged the question there. What, what about you? Oh, no, I'm terrible. I, I frequently <laughs> get into the top 25. I sometimes break the top 10. And I think I've probably... The best that I've ever done is probably top five. But I've never oh, been in the top three. So. I guess the problem now, though, is that people have played it a lot. And people are very, very good at it. So I think that's what the problem might be today with Mario... I, that's not a problem, I don't think. And also, one of the things that they've introduced to Tetris 99 is that uh, you can play ranked matches. So it will try uh, okay. and match you to people that you that that are your level. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that you think that's going to be a problem with Mario. Well, I just think I'm going to go in and, I, like I said, I think I'm pretty good at the first Mario game. But I am under no illusion there are going to be many, many people out there that are far better than me. So... I'm intrigued to see how that plays out. Yeah, there are currently something like 60 million Switches, aren't there? Mm. I don't know what proportion of those people have got Nintendo Switch online, but I can tell you that 
they're not all speedrunners. They're not all Mario speedrunners, are no. they? There's going to be millions of people. It's free to those people. And everyone's going to have a little dabble. So I don't yeah, imagine I so. that you're going to be nearly as bad as you think you're going to be in, in relation to everybody else. But that's not really the point either. The, the idea is, well, hopefully the idea is that you're playing on your own terms and there's marginal involvement of other players. So for all intents and purposes, you are just playing Mario with some intrusive behavior from from yeah. other people. I like the idea of the enemies being sent to your screen because I think that I think that adds a, a different element to it. It's going to undermine it almost to, to what it originally was. What do you mean? Well, it's just going to, you know, as I keep saying, I know that first level really, really well, but if suddenly I'm playing through an, a, a Cooper Trooper appears or three Goombas, it's going to throw me off. And I think that's going to be Falling quite good. Road. Yeah, because that's going to be something keeping me on my toes. Yes, absolutely. So it's it kind of feels like a remix on the old mm, formula. Mm. Yeah, and that's what they do very well, as, I, as I've said with Tetris 99. And actually, I think it's something that Nintendo know that they do very well. Yeah. They've got such a good grasp of, of their classic games that they can take them and they can mess with them and they can make them and they can be playful with them. And the perfect example, I, I didn't use that word remix accidentally because actually on the Wii U, there was a series, a, a, a set of games, a pair of games called NES Remix. Have you right. ever seen those? I vaguely remember them coming out, but uh, I was not one of the five people in the world that bought a Wii U, so I never played it. No, I was. Yeah. So I did. Sucker. And it was so worth... Oh, no, I don't feel at all aggrieved <laughs> that I bought a, a Wii U. I think it was well worth well worth the money. Uh, and one of the reasons is that NES Remix 1 and 2 were on it, and they were fantastic games. And actually, they were. I think they were like precursors to Tetris 99 and this new Super Mario 35, mm. because they took, they took those old NES games, and they did slightly zany things to them. It was almost like playing a NESified version of WarioWare. Ah. So you had these tiny little bite-sized chunks of challenge in Super Mario, like collect three coins or kill three enemies or whatever and you had a very short period of time to do it 10 seconds and you just had to pair through the level and do it as quickly as possible that does sound so, pretty good actually WarioWare oh, on, was brilliant WarioWare on the Wii did have some levels that were NES games I think I'm sure there was yes, one that they was, did yeah was the balloon one yeah balloon balloon fight is it called where you flap your arms yeah. to fly through the yeah exactly so that that's WarioWare so I've got a list in front of me of all the different games that I could think of where uh, in some manner Nintendo have tried to mess around with their back catalogue or play with their back catalogue or introduce it in strange ways or interesting ways and get people to engage with it in strange or interesting ways. So well, You know I love a um, list, so, uh, so crack on. Well, yeah, I, I'm sort of going through them in a in a more conversational way than you maybe would <laughs> would hit it. But well, like um, we've pops. mentioned there's Remix 1 and 2. That They're actually out on 3DS, those, um, if you have oh, got really? 3DS. Yeah, you can grab those as a, as a set. When was the last time you played your 3DS? I don't know. It's sat in front of me. But yeah, a, a while ago. Yeah, me too. But now's they a stopped, good time to own a 3DS. They stopped production of it, haven't they now? As they have. They've discontinued week. production. Yeah. Um, it's a good time to own a 3DS. It's a good time to own a, a PS4 or a or an Xbox One as well, because all the games just go through the floor mm. price-wise. And if you can get them at this point, then it's well worth having. Yeah, the honest. 3DS is a brilliant console. I did not regret buying yeah, mine at all. Is. No, not at all. The, the same with the Wii U, as I say. Did you play the Zelda on it, the Link Between Worlds? Yes, it's phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah, really, really good. And was it Mario 3D Land? Yep. That was amazing Yeah, which is the well. precursor to 3D World, which yeah. is then being re-released on, Absolutely. on Switch. So that 3D World is a game that we've played because we've got it on the Wii U. Right. So yeah, it kind of makes things a bit difficult as to whether you double dip on the Switch version yeah. for us. But that's the only downside, really, of owning a Wii U. Everything else was fantastic about it. So we've got ne the NES Remix games, which are a brilliant iteration on their back catalogue. A lot of different NES games that I've played. And then I'm getting the nostalgia, but I'm also getting this fully-fledged, really well-thought-out, really well-engineered game on top of that nostalgia. So it's yeah. not just, here's a thing that you know. It's, here's a thing that you know, brand new, which is lovely. It's like pulling the carpet out from under your feet to yeah, absolutely. back for you. You've got... A little bit earlier, so they started doing this way early, didn't they, really? Dealing with their back catalogue in an interesting or thoughtful way. So Super Mario All-Stars, not 3D All-Stars. Super Mario All-Stars was a collection on the SNES of the NES games. Yeah. But they were updated art-wise. 
and they were polished up and looked nicer. Oh, right. Um, did you not realise that? Actually, now you've said that, I've got a vague recollection of that being the case. It's almost like the art style in uh, All Stars is almost like a halfway house between Super mm. Mario World and Super Mario Brothers 3. I'm thinking the level, it might be in Mario 3, where you've got the platforms that are on sort of suspended on string in the sky and you jump yeah. in from them mm. and it looks a lot better on the snares than the NES and that would be why because they tarted it up. They did, they tarted it up, absolutely. You got Super Mario All-Stars which is probably one of the first iterations or one of the first attempts at um, finessing their back catalogue. Uh, you got Tetris 99, Super Mario 35 which is the game that we're going to play. Topically, you've got Super Mario 3D All-Stars which we'll come back to. Mm, okay. So Animal Crossing, the first Animal Crossing. I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode we did Do you yeah remember? you said that you could play nes games in it yeah so you can you can collect 10 i think it was nes games and the games were playable so if you went over to the nes console that had a particular game on and pressed a or whatever it would then boot up that game which was nice. lovely there was also a similar thing in donkey kong 64 which was rare where you could play joust and possibly the original donkey kong all right in a, you had to find the arcade machines in the game and if you pressed a in front of the arcade machine for joust or or donkey kong it booted up the the original game so obviously that's rare doing that but it's sort of it feels like nintendo might have pushed you know like this might be a good idea yeah so yeah they did that with animal crossing nintendo land if you play nintendo land have you never heard of it nintendo land yeah well how's that because you haven't got a wii u okay (laughs) right nintendo land is like the wii sports for the wii u but it's all themed around nintendo games so amazing there's yes brilliant there's an there's a luigi's mansion game where you play it's asymmetric if you're familiar with that i am not um, in gaming so one of you plays as a ghost in the luigi's mansion mini game one of you plays as a ghost and the other ones play as different as four different luigis and the four have got to work together to defeat the one nice so asymmetric like an unbalanced fight yeah makes the sense. ghost can grab you and make you faint and if the ghost grabs and makes four all four of you faint before the timer runs out they win if you can uh, deplete the ghost's health you win so that's luigi's mansion but then you mentioned balloon fight balloon fight is actually in nintendo land as a as a mini game as well uh, okay there are zelda illusions in there there are metroid illusions in there terms of whole mini games uh, all sorts of good stuff going on in nintendo land uh, and super mario maker so obviously super mario yeah. maker is a wii u yeah. game that has brought been brought over in the form of super mario maker 2 have you ever dabbled with that no because i just think i'd the only thing that i'd want in it is the levels that people make i don't yeah. think i'd be very good at making the levels and i also think that the levels would by and large be too hard or yeah. too bad like not very good not engage me very much but lots of people love it i played super mario maker at the national video game museum back when it was in nottingham and there are levels in it that have been made by nintendo it's not just all yeah there, uh, there's an entire 100 stuff. levels isn't yeah there? and i played through a few of them and really enjoyed it but um i think we talked about it previously i'm just not really interested in creativity within games like animal crossing or life or life yeah exactly yeah just uh sapping along from a to b but animal crossing there's like you know you can go on and watch videos where people have tarted up their houses and they've added furniture in and doing that animal crossing just doesn't engage me at all if anything i find it a chore having to add wallpaper and flooring and like you you, <laughs> you get items oh now i've got to build a table to put the items on like oh so my house is just littered with in animal crossing <laughs> not in real life my house is just littered with all these knickknacks all over the floor because i just can't be bothered to get tables to put them on put them in your storage yeah yeah so i mean animal crossing this version of animal crossing it's something that's run throughout the animal crossing games anyway the fact that you can grab a little switch yes and actually you you showed me before we started recording that for the october update they sent you a ring con yeah which is is from ring fit yeah. so that's now in the in your game so even stepping away from the game side of it are you aware of the Lego NES that came out a couple of months ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of that Lego stuff that's Super Mario related. Yeah. Super Mario themed stuff. The Nintendo is a full life-sized... So, I was at least life-sized. It's this, this mini it's mini NES with a controller. And then there's a TV that you, you build. And then it's got Mario on the TV. It's got this little little mechanism so basically you know like in the, yeah. in the Flintstones where they're going along and it's like the repeating background behind them. Yeah. So this thing 
this sort of bit of fabric, of I suppose of. it is. Yeah. Mm. So you turn this crank, and then I think you've got Mario's on his little handle, so you can make him jump, jump in inverted yeah. commas over things as you turn the crank at the same time. It's very clever. I maybe have tarted this up in my mind, but I thought that there was some kind of contraption that meant that if you press the button on the controller, that it was semi-working in, uh, the, in so much as Mario would jump. And also, maybe. you're holding your fingers up like, like it's about the size of your palm but i genuinely thought that it was like a life-size nintendo entertainment system with a small like 15 or 12 inch tv maybe i've got 50 percent of it right you've got 50 percent of it right and we sort of need to meet somewhere in the middle i don't really know yeah which means which means that we've got 50 percent of it wrong <laughs> yeah it does and i, I spend on which that bit. depending on which which bits of what i've said and what you said <laughs> you put together you could either have 100 percent of it right or 100 percent of it wrong it's up to you it's over a hundred pounds, though. That isn't well, it? It's a um, lot of money. That's what I was about to say. I looked into it because I thought, wow, that's amazing. It was three hundred pounds. Oh, okay, just a little so, yeah. hundred. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's Lego all over, isn't it? Yeah. Sadly, it's not the only thing, though, is it? They've got that brand new Super Mario set that you can build your own levels in, and he's got LEDs for eyes, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, the, the little and a little thing. tally, like a tally tubby's tally in his uh, tummy that pops up different things on his te- on his tummy. So yeah, it, it looks quite nice, but I'm not sure it's Michael Petit, personally. Uh, I'm more into the games. So yeah, all of those things, and, and WarriorWare, as you said, WarriorWare consistently has little nods to Nintendo games throughout. So they do, like I say, they, they do things very right a lot of the time, and I think they're more consistent in terms of how they uh, work with what they have already made than a lot of other companies. <coughs> Sonic. Um, <laughs> I genuinely thought you were clearing your throat then, but no, that was a, a dig. No. Uh, yeah. A justified dig. Oh, that's the other thing. I haven't even mentioned, we mentioned it during Super Mario Brothers 3. The All the Odyssey stuff, anything, it, all the all the bits in Odyssey where you get eight, you turn eight yeah. bits, all of those are fantastic. Yeah, and they then are. It, it takes something that already exists in your mind and that you, if you're us, are familiar with and well-versed in. And then it adds these little, lovely little touches. So if you go into eight bit and you have a suit on, for lack of a better word, You've got this nice little eight bit version of that, and then at the end, when you little eight bit Bowser and you're taking yeah. taking on the levels That's from Bow- as Bowser, yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's some. They just really seem to have a deft hand a lot of the time. Definitely. At other times, they are slightly tone deaf, and um, I think it I was, was lovely to have the virtual console. I was just wondering when you go loop back to Super Mario 3D All Stars. I suspect this is what you're leading into. Well, to some extent, yeah. So the virtual console on the Wii was where I was going to start. That was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. I really liked the virtual yeah. console. I thought it was brilliant. It was really nice to have the capacity to have all of my favorite Nintendo games all on one console, Absolutely. which was as the Wii was as close as you could get to that because you had the Nintendo 64, the, the SNES, the NES, um, no GameCube, uh, but Wii games as well. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was it was a pretty solid platform. And then it got a little bit hairy with the Wii U. You'll have missed out on this because you had to buy all of your games again. Right. Which I didn't really appreciate. They gave you a discount. So you could get it at a deep discount. Like if if you'd already bought a Nintendo 64 game, you could rebuy it for like £3.50 or something silly like that. But even so, it yeah. just felt a little bit wrong, a little bit bad, a little bit dirty. And then Virtual Console completely disappeared with, with the Switch. And we've got this new thing that's nintendo switch online which i think for the most part is quite nice have you used that no i didn't dip into that because again i didn't feel uh well you should I don't, I don't know what's the point in you having it if you're not going to use it <laughs> i don't know Jesus. <laughs> use it just use it and then you'll know if you want mean. it okay no ridiculous so there are things that they do well with that i like the interface it's like netflixy i like the fact that it exists what i don't like is that they don't very often update it and when they do update it it's not with that much they drip feed stuff in is it like a couple of games a month or something it's not even that it, you it was at one point it was a it was two or three games every month for the first year and now it's two or three games whenever they fancy right okay. so i think we've had about six new games added to it in a year something right. like that something ridiculous at the same time what they do do on there that's brilliant or they had been doing which was brilliant was they created these save states for games so if you liked Star Fox but were rubbish at it if you went onto the uh, the, uh, the Switch Online SNES thing 
um, you might find that they've created this save state for snare uh, for Star Fox where everything's unlocked or right. something like that. Uh, or Super Metroid where you're at the end boss so that you can fight the end boss. Or where you've got everything unlocked at the beginning of the game and you can go through the game with all of the powers already. That's quite an unusual idea. Why have they done that? Yeah. Just accessibility? Be- I, th- I think I think for a bit of fun for people that have... You know, I've been I played some of those games to death, and I'd be interested in playing through Super Metroid with all the powers from the mm. beginning. Might change the way that it works. Was the last boss in Metroid particularly memorable? I don't know because I never got there. No, no, that wasn't one of the ones I played to death, so it was a bad example to to bring up. Well, no, I'm just thinking about sort of for my frame of reference is uh, Sonic Three and Knuckles. We put Sonic Three into the Knuckles Sonic and Knuckles cartridge. You had right yeah. to the end of the Death Egg Zone, and then. The, the final boss there was absolutely brilliant. And I would actually, you know, quite like if such a thing was to exist for Sega to just go straight to that bit of the game and not have to go through all the 12, 13, whatever its levels up to that point. Actually, I'd be quite into that. Yeah, there are ways to do that, which I'll talk to you about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but not right now. There's one more elephant in the room to talk about before we get stuck into Mario 35 and see what we think of it. Yeah. Uh, and that is Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Yeah. So you bought Super Mario 3D All-Stars. I did. I How's that going? Je ne regret rien. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Why? Uh, because Mario Galaxy is phenomenal, and I'd forgotten yeah. just how phenomenal it is. Mm. Pretty Well, to be honest, I could just say Mario Galaxy, and for me, that would be it. Is that the Mario Galaxy that you already own? Yes. Yeah, okay. Carry on. Yeah, but now I can play it on the go. <laughs> <laughs> for all those okay. times I'm out and about in my Switch. Yeah, I know. How many times have your Switch been out your house? None. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Carry on. What uh, are you going to say? You don't like... I don't like Mario 64, so I've not dipped into that yet. I suspect in Mario 64, the reason I don't like that is because I didn't have an N64. So ah. I've only played Mario 64. I got the DS version about oh, eight yeah, years okay. ago for the, on the 3DS. And mm. I think it's one of these things where, um, so again, similarly, I got the Ocarina of Time revamped version for, for the 3DS, 3DS as well. Yeah. And I just didn't get it at all. I wasn't bothered, wasn't yeah. interested. And I think it's because I can appreciate at the time when it came out, both Zelda, mm. Ocarina of Time, and Mario 64, how mind-blown they would have been. But because there'd been a good 15 years between them coming out and me getting around to playing them, um, everything's sort of superseded them by them. That yeah, I I I acknowledge that, and I when I play them, I can still feel how brilliant they are. A rush, but at the same time, I have that attachment that we've talked mm. about a few times now. That means that you maybe gloss over the rougher edges of of things, but even taking into account the rougher edges of both of those games, I do think that they shine. A lot. Have you tried Mario 64 since you got the 3D All-Stars? Well, the interesting thing with it, I can't remember which review it was, where they were talking about how Mario 64 was obviously the first 3D platformer, but then it introduced so many things that are now staples to 3D platformers. Mm. The use of the camera, the the save states, so many things that it just revolutionised in, in, in so yep. many different ways, which was quite interesting. Um, I've... 15 people made that. Really? Yeah, I wow. know, it's shocking. It is shocking how much innovation can come that's from ob- such a small team. That's obscene. I know. I started it and went onto the bob battlefield. Is that the first level? Yes. And um, just I was just kind of interested. And I will go back to it because I do want to give it a, a proper look. Yeah, you just said bob battlefield and the music started up in my head. Really? That's how, yeah, that's how Pavlovian... See, for me... My response is... Mary Galaxy having played it a little bit over the last couple of weeks, I've had the music from that going around this like, mm. really nice trumpet. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, so it was the first orchestral Mario. Really? Is that right? I believe that it that was. Yeah, it was the first orchestral Mario. And similarly, Skyward Sword was the first orchestral Zelda. Right. And they both really benefited from that, I think. And then I've tapped into Mario Sunshine a little Sunshine. bit. But yeah. it's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> Weird in a good way, I think. I really like Mario Sunshine. It's not the time of year for it, though. I really do think it's it's very much a summer game. Yeah, I can see that. It really is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're all great. They're all great games. I I think you said Mario sixty four. You can't really see the magic there, and that's fine. I think you acknowledge how 
uh, from the sound of it, you acknowledge how much of a game changer mm. um, it was. And it is. And there's no problem with those three games. They're all fantastic games. And mm, Su- Sunshine's a bit of a Marmite um, product. Well, the, but the first I bit, you, you clean that airfield. And, yeah. then, and then there's this whole scene where Mario's in court. And, and then he gets sent to prison. <laughs> and he's got to clean the whole thing. It's just really yeah, hard. he gets blamed for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get the nuance of the plot. So, Thank you, but the the whole scene with him being in court, like it's not a, you know, Murray games should be cuddly and fun, and he's getting, you know, stitched. Right. So I haven't got Super Mario Three D All Stars. I I pre-ordered it, and then I cancelled my pre-order because what I realised very quickly was that they haven't changed those games really at all. They haven't done all that much to polish them up and in when you compare it to what they did with all stars changing the the art style yeah. and and making a bit of an effort with them they didn't do that with super mario 3d all stars and it feels like an absolute missed opportunity because you are gonna you're not gonna be the only one that that boots up super mario 64 and goes well i'm not sure i like this and there are lots of reasons for it it lacks the polish that it needs really to shine in this day and age on top of that though they really did themselves a mischief by including <laughs> by including mario 64's castle area the overworld in super mario odyssey because mm. they'd given us the most beautiful version of that of that area and then served us up the same old same old with this with this uh 3D All Stars version, and it was a, it's a really missed opportunity because they could have they could have polished it up, they could have tightened up the camera work, they could have tightened up the the controls for Mario, and it could have been an absolute classic all over again for a new generation of, yeah. of people playing as well. And that's uh, it's a shame that they missed that opportunity. It's a shame that they they haven't taken advantage of that. Oh, they and a that's how I didn't they? Yeah, but they didn't have to, did they? No. And a quick book to them. I mean, I don't know how long it's been how long it's taken them to get that onto a little cartridge but they could have been they could have just given it two years <laughs> they could have given it two years of development time wouldn't have even necessarily needed two years depending on how much they how deep they went but they could have given it two years of development time tightened everything up made it look really pretty but they decided not to and i think it was silly of them to be honest so you cancelled your order in a sour fit what i was aiming for for this episode was first half we take a little trip through mario and Nintendo nostalgia and how they do things. Now we're gonna we're gonna have a little go of Super Mario Thirty Five, which is the latest celebration of Mario and everything great that he's brought to the world. Lovely. You ready for this? Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. birthday this game where happy birthday to you welcome back to the second half chris you came second in your last go of mario 35 professional very good yeah i was i was very impressed you you were doing a lot better all the way through actually weren't you than you were expecting yeah i was i was was loving it very short on the answers in this half as well like come on work with me please i'm on a high from that i I don't think i'd yeah, you know, in that game I played against 35, well, against 34 other people coming second. I mean, that's given me a right brush. I could take on the world now. Good. I'm glad. So you think you'd be playing, you're going to be playing that for time immemorial now? No, I'm going to go your new game. I feel, I feel psyched. You're going to go one? All oh, right. Okay. I thought you meant, I thought, <laughs> I thought you meant Smash Brothers. <laughs> because there's Smash Brothers brawl on the way. <laughs> Never mind. Um, my, my mind is in a certain place right now. So, I mean, that actually is something that we didn't mention. So I'll just tag it in now since I've mentioned it. Smash Brothers is another way that um, yeah. Nintendo have found to celebrate their heritage. With, with Minecraft as of today. With Minecraft, yeah. Very, very interesting choice. It's very left field. I'm sure, yeah. Sure, it will make a lot of a lot of money. Back to Super Mario 35. Super Mario 35 then. As we played it, we were able, between the two of us, to figure out how they've managed to funnel you towards a certain method of playing it. Yeah, to some extent. I still think you've got a choice, but yeah. I think one of the things that surprised, well, not surprised me, but one of the things that struck me while we were playing was how they've decided to try and balance the game. Um, 
and for an example of that is that if you've got a fire flower you can you can breeze through killing the enemies left right and center dead easy and that then sends the enemies obviously to another player that you've tar targeted which kind of makes things easy for you and a, and a lot more difficult for them but at the same time you've got to keep on top of your timer and one of the ways that you get time is by killing enemies jumping on top of them you get yeah. double the amount of time jumping on top of an enemy as you get from killing it with a fire flower so there's a mm. bit of a trade-off that they're forcing you to make but i did have in my second out of the three goes we had i had a point at which i had over 360 seconds left on my clock because i was just killing enemies using the fireballs left right and center yeah and i was really full of myself and then i fell down a <laughs> hole and died which was yeah complete karma so yeah absolutely so there's there's a that's the mario element to it i think because you are only as good as your next jump uh in, yeah. in a mario game and if you misjudge it even by a fraction, you end up down a pit or on in, in the way of a turtle or whatever. So, Cooper, what happens even. when I when I jumped down the hole was I was playing through the first underground level and someone had sent over a blooper from one of the, the underwater levels and it mm. completely took me by surprise. And in my surprise, I fell down a hole. So, to <laughs> just to focus in and dig down on that a little bit for a moment. So, the blooper was in a level, but it wasn't an underwater level. No. So, the blooper took you by surprise and. That, to me, is, I think, what is going to make this game have legs. 100%. Because you end up with these situations where level levels have got enemies in that just shouldn't be there. A blooper yeah. flying through the sky, a King Cooper in the middle of a level guarding a box with a mushroom in yeah. that has just been sent to you. And I think that's when it's at its best, this game when it's taking you by surprise like that. One of the problems that I had with it, with it though, was that I really enjoyed those moments and they weren't coming as thick and fast as I'd like them to. Mm -hmm. It was just occasional. For the most part, you were, you were facing off against a parade of Coopers or Goombas. And if you were equipped properly, it was easy to, as we've said, it was easy to mow through them. Yeah, yeah. The second playthrough when I had that enormous amount of time on the clock, I was getting a little bit, okay, you know, mm. but then, as I said, I pride came before a, a literal fall in that mm. example, so <laughs> there you go. Overall, you like the game? Oh, definitely. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, the game, that's what you said in the first half, the remix elements, I think you completely nailed it there. It is mm. a remix, and one thing I said to you was that Nintendo could have released a remix version of the first Mario game and that would have been that. But this game, you will never play the same version of it twice because it depends on who you're playing against. And I really like that because it's this is going to have legs for so long. Mm. You mentioned Tetris 99 that came out, we're not sure if it was one year ago or two years ago. Mm. I'll just research it while you, talk, you pick up this point. But that there are still people playing it now and you know it's still going and it's never going to be the same game twice is it Tetris 99 you jump into a game and it fills up within a couple of seconds that's how popular it is wow you, you never you're never without people to play it against i don't think i've ever played a game of Tetris 99 either where there hasn't been a full complement of players the whole 99 so yeah if it's got legs even close to that then uh, it's going to be going for for some time yet assuming Oops. so one of the things that they've said is that this is a this is going to be available for a limited time uh they've done that as well have they if they do follow through on that and this isn't available in two years time then they're doing themselves a mischief because it, this is going to be so popular i don't understand why they would artificially create this cutoff point no what, what is the what, what is the benefit of that? I don't remember if we talked about it in Super Mario Brothers 3, but it's in, akin to the Disney Vault where they would release something mm. on DVD and it would only be available for three months. And if you didn't get it in the three months, it went back in the vault. Disney have moved away from the idea of uh, that limited... Yeah, because it makes no sense no, at all. in terms of money, they needed to fling the door wide open and make it ultimately as available as they possibly could. Nintendo just seemed to still thing to that to some extent and it rears its head every so often like with the 3d all-stars and potentially like with this mario 35 i just don't understand it it's, it's leaving money on the table this is if you had tetris 99 and super mario 35 together that's the kind of duo that people would pay happily mm. a subscription to play there will be people in this world that are paying a nintendo online subscription just to play tetris 99 i have no doubt about that at all yeah that's probably so yeah i don't really know what nintendo are playing at just to uh clarify that point there tetris 99 came out the 13th of february 2019 yeah so, i mean yeah, it's coming up for two, two years, years isn't it yeah so uh it's got very very good legs and this has the potential to have 
the same sort of run. I don't see why it wouldn't at all. It does pair, I think, because you won't necessarily have this same vibe, but I think it compares less favorably actually to Tetris 99 in a couple of ways. So it's somewhat unclear on how to advantage yourself in the in the game other than getting the power up and being able to sort of hammer home the advantage that way. And it also, it doesn't feel as directly competitive as Tetris 99. And that might be a, bon- a benefit to some people and a disadvantage to others. For me, I really quite like the direct competition element of Mm -hmm. Tetris 99 the fact that you can hone in on a particular person and put them under the cosh and or end up being put under the cosh and try and fight your way out of it and it feels like you are battling against other people in this you've kind of lost that because there's just a there are lots and lots of enemies you're not really sure exactly where they're yeah it feels yeah. strangely enough yeah because they they are both faceless games you don't know who you talk you can't even talk to the people that are playing against mm. you which is fine but it feels even more faceless and it feels even more like you're playing a game on your own in this yeah the third playthrough when i ended second i mm. was playing for a good five minutes uh against the last five standing mm. and i was just you know because i wasn't being killed i was just going through it and it, it did like you say uh, just feel like i was playing a game there was no real element of danger in that mm. so yeah I, I get what you're saying with that i don't know maybe they'll add some i keep saying this i think it's more hopeful wishful thinking and that, that they're not going to pull it from the store and make it unavailable in six months time but in the best world they would add something to spice things up a little bit down the line well i read earlier about jump rope challenge that apparently that had been mooted to be pulled at some point and they'd, they decided to keep that which again i think is completely fine like i don't understand why they would have a thing that even jump rope challenge which i yeah. played once uh, and then just not have it available again it yeah it's it's a strange it's a strange nintendo thing i think i don't i, yeah, I don't say. yeah i also quite liked the way you could choose where you were sending the enemies to which was just using the right analog stick because it was really simple just to flick my thumb down from what i was doing with the jumping and choose to send start sending mid jump yeah uh, send so, enemies over to the person who at that point had the least coins i decided to try and eliminate the people that were the closest to uh being knocked out of the game which i did feel a bit sneaky about but you know <laughs> so i've just knocked it for being less directly competitive than tetris 99 incidentally that that system of being able to target people in those ways in four different types uh, in four different ways that is taken directly from tetris 99 oh, okay. um, and applied to this and it sounds like actually you were engaging with that in yes. the way that i would in tetris 99 so that's interesting maybe it's only really struggling for me because i've got the direct comparison of tetris mm. whereas you were actually engaging with that system and using it in a strategic way to try and leverage an advantage over other people which is exactly what you're supposed to do i don't think that's sneaky at all (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i don't think you can play this sort of game in any other way really no no by definition it has to be that yeah it's helped by the facelessness of it as well i think yeah it's got that internet thing where you can be a bit of a troll yeah definitely and not worry too much about the consequences although Mm. for the record i don't do that on the internet um if i can help it i promise you i don't i think it's not a fun thing to do for me i don't like it at all you blighter but in this it's a whole different ball game. I hope I'm not coming off as sounding too negative on this because I did really enjoy it. That's one of the things that I was going to say a minute ago. So even if it is the case that I'm left not feeling the direct, feeling all that directly competitive and I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm engaging with the Battle Royale element of it, I do still really enjoy just playing Super Mario. Yeah, and definitely that will get me through the game anyway. And then if you add in the fact that I'm having this remix element to it because there's different enemies popping up on different Mm -hmm. levels and so on, then that's going to drive me through it as well. So even, I I think, in the short term, that's probably what's going to keep me coming back. And then possibly, as I get more familiar with it, as I get more well-versed in it and how the dynamics of the Battle Royale might apply to this... I'll maybe be- get a little bit better at being a bit more competitive and a bit more switched on to that side of it. Well, let's start wrapping it up from uh, at that point then. So you've kind of answered the question already, but do you think you would play this game more? And if so, how much more? I think that Hannah... So Tetris 99 is Hannah's game, is the way I think of it, because she's just she's phenomenally good at it in relative terms. She, you know, we're not, we're not Tetris champions or anything, either of us, but... 
She's a lot better at it than I am. I think that Super Mario 35 could be my game in the same way that Tetris 99 is her game because I just, I do like playing Tetris. Uh, I do like playing Mario and I am pretty good at it and I could see mm. myself getting a couple of first places in it, which will leave Not me feeling me, though. What do you mean? Well, what place did you get as your top? Well, I, I told you in the first half that my second go at this game, I got number two. In Mario 35? Yeah. On your first go? No, my second go. Mm, okay. That's why. I, no, I got a second of my yeah. third grade inside. Yeah, you but, did. So, I don't know. Right. I, I don't really know what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to cling on to my victory where I can. You should have been pleased at being good at it without having to then leverage it over me. Sorry. Yeah, I was. Not I, cool. was I was y- yucking your yum. You were. You were yucking my yum, which is not a fair thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, will you be? Will you be playing it? Even. Yeah. Even. So you'll push through the guilt yeah. of, of using my Switch Online thing. Yeah, well, you, you've chastised me off mic suitably. I feel a bit a bit silly about it now. So, yeah, I think I'm going to investigate Tetris 99 a bit more yeah. as well. I'm, I'm quite should, intrigued by that You should download everything that's available to you because then you'll know whether you want to keep hold of it. But in particular, I think Tetris 99 is brilliant, really, really addictive. Even if you're not that good at it, which I'm not, I regularly, generally just place in top 25 or something. And then get the NES and SNES games. There's lots of other games that are free as well. You can get Fortnite and play that for free. You can get Ninjala. That's a new one for free. Play Fortnite against all the 10-year-olds. No, thank you. Yeah, that's true. Having them doing that silly dance. They're all a lot better than me at it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I feel like a a grumpy old man in the 50s listening to rock and roll music. Yeah, that is Fortnite. Yeah, that is Fortnite. So yeah, you should get stuck into all that. If only because it's very, very good. Um, Tetris 99, again. This is the sort of thing that I'm hoping comes to Super Mario 35 in some way. Tetris 99 has themes and you win points that you can then spend on these themes. It costs 15 tickets per theme. And one of the themes that I played voraciously to to try and unlock was the Zelda theme, the Legend of Zelda, the original. They then do themed weekends every so often. So they'll run a tournament where you can win a little prize. If you take part in the tournament to a certain level, enough, basically, if you play enough games during the weekend, you unlock the theme for the weekend. So one of the themes has previously been Luigi's Mansion, when that came out, Luigi's Mansion 3, an Animal Crossing theme, a Fire Emblem theme, all these things tied to their other releases and to their back catalogue. So there's that element of celebrating then their back catalogue as well. I was just wondering why you were saying about that. Mario Maker had Link added to it, didn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if Link might pop up in this. That would be nice, wouldn't it? How would be good nice. would that be? Even more pertinent, all of these things that they've done for the Super Mario's 35th anniversary, next year is Zelda's 35th anniversary. And Mario's 36th, lest we forget. Oh, yeah. Mario's 36th. I did forget yeah. about that as well. Yeah. But yeah. more importantly, Zelda's 35th. <laughs> So what's to stop them having a, you know, Zelda All-Stars or a Zelda 35 where Legend of Zelda gets remixed? That would be nice. Mm, Yeah. So maybe a few bits to to look forward to down the line. Zelda Lego? Mm, Not too fussed. Not too fussed. (laughs) Just straight away dismissing that. Yeah. Yeah. Not interested. Yeah. I don't don't care for that. Webs. Um, Last thing then. So... Totally, well, not totally unrelated, but slightly unrelated to Super Mario 35. What's the highest anyone's paid for a copy of Super Mario Brothers? Fiverr, down the car boot. Come on, Christopher. <laughs> Play the game. Uh, yen, dollars, pounds, dollars, euros, dollars. Um, I mean, is this like a sealed Sealed, copy? pristine. 25,000. $114,000 for a copy of Super Mario Brothers, 35 years old. It well, sold. Some people, I think it some sold people this year. Some people have more money than cents, haven't they? I, <laughs> I think possibly that is the case. But mm. if you've got one tucked away in your attic, you want to be getting it down now. It'll see you. The only interest um, I've got in my attic is the Ghostbusters Firehouse from the late 80s. The only thing interesting that I don't I've think got in my attic anything. is an actual ghost. Uh, And it's definitely not worth anything except a few screams in the night. It's quite scary. You sure it's a ghost you got up there screaming? Uh, It's one of two things, but I won't go into what the second one might be. Gosh. Yeah. So, Super Mario 35. Good game. Bad game. Cardboard box. Which one? (laughs) That's not how it goes. Uh, Good game. 
good game. Good game. Yeah, it's a good yeah. game. And if you've got access to it, I think try it. Give it a go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There, actually, we did it. A year's worth of I know nonsense content. I know. That people have been lapping up. 35 episodes, or 37 if you include our Christmas yeah. specials. Which we've got a few bits coming up towards the end of the year, haven't we? A few uh, yeah, okay. few interesting little surprises and bits of fun for everybody coming up to Halloween and Christmas and Bonfire Night. <laughs> Not that we're doing anything for Bonfire Night. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Our Thanksgiving special that yeah. may or may not happen. <laughs> um yeah. Our presidential so, election night special. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one the most. So, got political there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Thank you for a year. Here's to at least two more. I reckon we could bash out. Two, at least two more. At least two. I'm yeah, glad I'm, to hear I'm, that. Three, hmm, we'll you see. You were talking about trucking the towel in next week, the other day. So two years, oh. I'll, I'm, I'll go for that. If you want to keep up to date with all these things that we we might have in the works, in the offing for, for the next Pipeline. few months, um, the best way to do that would be to find us on Facebook or YouTube or twitter or instagram is there any others no just those four just those the big hitters give us a follow give us a like or whatever you do on each of those things and you will be kept up to date with every every episode that comes out thank you ever so much for listening i hope you've enjoyed yes. our birthday special we have genuinely a big thank you for listening uh and for tuning in over last year because it really means a lot to both of us so thank you again absolutely i don't know, I don't know if that I, I sounded really insincere but i i genuinely meant that <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just he, my, do, he does my mean voice. it. We 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 often find ourselves talking about how appreciative we are that people people come back time and time again to listen to us. So yeah, we went. We genuinely, genuinely, when we started this, we weren't expecting that to be the case. And we were talking before any episodes went out about maybe having like ten viewers after a year, ten listeners after a year, and yeah. we've got quite a lot more than that. So uh, thank you so much if you're one of them. Hopefully that sounded a little bit more earnest than Chris did. He's, yeah, not, he's not good at sincerity. No, he's his, his middle class, middle class, emotionless uh, <laughs> upbringing. That's what it is. He went to a boarding school, so... Repressed. Anyway. Uh, I, I didn't go to a boarding school. I'm, I'll cut that. Okay. <laughs> I, I've got the power. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, is basically what we're trying to say. And yeah. we will hopefully see you again for the next episode and beyond. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.